Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to MMA Uncaged right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And what a weekend of fighting we have for you. EFC 56 this Friday, the final Extreme Fighting Championship event of the year takes place at Carnival City. And I'm rather excited. I'm going to be attending... After I've uh, accepted the, the invite of President Cairo Howarth after some time. He has been inviting me for some time, but I thought it might be a nice way just to finish off 2016 and go and attend and uh, catch up with South Africa's MMA guru, Justin Ferrier. Justin, Friday night, I'll be hanging out with you a little bit. I know you're working on the night, but it promises to be a fascinating night. Two titles on the, on the card, and man, I can't wait to finally get back and go and see EFC live. Yeah, I'm glad you're able to free up your schedule. I know you're a busy man. <laughs> I really am looking forward to it. Let's let's start with uh, EFC 56. I think in terms of, of the titles that are up for grabs, it's going to be fascinating to see how Yannick Bahati goes when he fights against David Bierski because Bahati's almost got his tail between his legs after being shown up uh, by Bierski's teammate, Michiel Opperman. And he, he must be under pressure going into this one because we all know that Bierski's upper weight division and uh, hungry to get stuck in. Yeah, I think Bierski's at the right weight now. I think he was, I think he pulled too much weight going to welterweight. I think it was too big of an ask. Um, and yes, Barty is under pressure, but he's not showing a chink in his armor. I know he was knocked out by his teammate, but maybe he's learned from that and he certainly is giving... The South African fans are what for, and he's been chirping everybody on the roster. Yeah, he's not scared of having a go, and I, and I mean, I quite like that showbiz confidence that's coming through here. When a fighter has a loss, um, often I, I imagine it's a point where they suddenly go, I need to look at a few aspects of my games, patch up some holes, make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, he's kind of like a fork in the road for him, I think. Um, a loss is... If, if they take it well, it's often very good for you. It brings you back down to earth. It makes you shine up where you should have, polish up some things, because there's all, you, you should be a work in progress. If you feel you've achieved everything, it's time to go home. So it was a brutal knockout, um, which which would have dented dented him a bit. But he seems to have, he seems to have taken it well on the chin, and, he, and he's right back there chirping, etc. He looks like an absolute animal in his pictures. He looks amazing. Yeah, he's a large chap, isn't he? He really is a large chap. But the guy he goes up against, David Bierski, you mentioned that you think he's at the right weight, yet middleweight. Also, a very tough competitor. Uh, do you think he has what it takes to... to uh, I mean, he's tasted what it's like having that belt around your waist, vacated it uh, so his teammate could basically grab the belt. Now he's got a shot at another weight division. Do you think he's got what it takes to, to stop the Black Mamba this Friday? In a couple of his fights before, I doubted him. I thought, oh, you know, does he have what it takes? And he's come through with flying colours. I, I do feel that Bahati is 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 going to keep his hands up. I don't think I don't think he's going to get caught uh, with his hands down and put to sleep again. Um, and I think size is a big factor because Bahati's a massive man. Yeah, he really is a big guy, strong. Um, I do feel that when he gets on top of Besky, it'll be all she wrote. 
question marks around the stand-up game of Bahati. Uh, your Absolutely. Thought, your Absolutely. He was exposed against J.P. Kruger. Um, he, he's, I mean, but people forget that J.P. Kruger was a world-class kickboxer. That's Firstly, true. He probably doesn't have that pedigree. He does have decent stand-up and he's got a strong punch. But I don't think he's got the pedigree to outshine, like, say, for example, J.P. Kruger did or Michiel Opperman did, because these guys started in kickboxing. Well, we know that the Bierskis all have long-range gas tanks, that's for sure. So uh, that won't be a they problem. they just got to never-say-die attitude. Yeah. What's so nice about them is that they've got a good crowd following, they feed off that energy, and yeah. they just come and they give it all. Also, I think you can say that they're proper gentlemen, you know, uh, they really are. The Birskis, uh, also his brother's in action, Gareth Birski also fighting on uh, the undercard. So, yeah, their army will be in full force. It's uh, Yannick Bahati, the Black Mamba, goes up against David Birski for that middleweight title fight. Um, let's have a quick prediction there, your, your thoughts, Justin. I'm putting you on the spot, I know. Bahati by submission. All right, there you have it. All right, the other title fight uh, we're talking about. And it's this is a very interesting one for me because Iga Cabeza's change camps. We know it's no strange occurrence when a fighter leaves a gym. We know it happens all the time. We've seen it in UFC, EFC. But he appears to have moved into a space where he can be himself. I think potentially at Fight Fit, he felt a little bit controlled. We all know he's, he's a bit of a free spirit. Uh, where he finds himself now... Um, do you think it's a positive influence on his, his career and the way forward? Or, um, you know, do you think uh, going away from that sort of structure of fight fit might be detrimental? This is a, a difficult question. Um, he's still listed with Richard Kwan as his trainer. Whether he is spending the time in that surrounding and whether it's enough that Richie's just coordinating him, we'll not, we won't know. We'll see on the night. I do feel that Igu is somebody is a free spirit. I do feel that he is somebody that needs. I think all fighters need structure and they need discipline, etc. But he also needs to break free and do what he needs to do. Yeah. He has got the potential. He's got the skills. He's an amazing wrestler. I feel that he's a better wrestler than Bota. Okay. But would he have strung his camp together as well? That's the next question. It's 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 difficult when you you started a new gym and you've got everyone. Everyone's got the best intentions for you, but. Are they all pointing in the in the in the same direction? You know, they, you can't say right or wrong, but it would it be the same way? You know, there's different schools of thought. Okay, do this over and right to take down or whatever the case is. But if somebody else is saying stand, yeah. there's a conflict. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to say. I just hope that we see what we saw against Danny Henry because that was one of the best fights I've ever judged. Yeah, his his he he showed me that he was he totally dominated opponent. He made a mistake and had his back taken, but then he he rode that out and. He, he got the victory and it was in my mind a 50-45 fight and to think of what Danny Henry did to get that belt in the first place just shows the magnitude of this victory for Iga Cabeza but you know obviously change is sometimes a good thing um, he's also become a dad for the for the first time and we all know that that's also a game changer it changes everything and can sometimes be uh, a distraction from the job at hand absolutely you know your whole world will focus, and rightly so, on your baby. Of course. That becomes your number one. So relationship takes a back, back, uh, a back seat, and so does training. Yeah. Because you're focusing on the task at hand. It's sometimes detrimental because the guys forget that this is how they earn their money, and this is their job. Henry Buitz, on the other hand, we know these guys have been training with their dad uh, for, for a long time. Henry's been a loyal servant 
to to the family to the gym in Polokwane. Uh, his wrestling is outstanding, but something that's evolved of late is knockout power and how he uses it. Yeah, we all know he possesses it, but it's now become a weapon. Do you think there's a chance we could see Iger decide to stand and trade with Henry Buerta? Yeah, you know, Cabeza likes, he likes that inside leg kick um, and he likes to fight from the outside and, and, and then, he, and then he able, he's able to close distance very quickly. So he does like to stand up. Um, I, I just don't know if he should. Yeah. You know, you, you're, giving, you're giving your opponent uh, an opportunity to knock you out, whereas... Whereas you can just use your racing pedigree. What I do think is going to happen is I think that he's going to go. Ego is going to kick in, and he's going to ego, not ego. Yeah. Ego is going to kick in, <laughs> and he's going to want to out wrestle the wrestler to show him why he's the SA champion. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be a wrestling match. Well, it'll be very interesting to see how that one goes. Uh, Iga Cabeza, hundred Puerta battling it out for the title. Now, um, the main event we've got the Polish tank. Rafael Haratek going up against uh, Drikas Duplessy, welterweight champion of the organization, making a move up to uh, middleweight for this fight. It's not a title fight. I think we need to point that out. But Justin, a very interesting matchup. Uh, Drikas Duplessy will be hungry to, to put away what potentially could be one of his toughest opponents yet. Yeah, Haratek is uh, a very tough individual. He just seems to have no emotion on his face and he just gets the job done. Trickers is saying that it is difficult to bet against the champ and I understand that Trickers is not the middleweight champ, he's a welterweight champ, but he 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 fought, he's very used to fighting bigger guys because he, because he was a middleweight contender. So he's made the weight cut down. Yeah, He's used to these guys, these sizes. Trickers has got youth on his side Um Sometimes his cardio is because of his so his cardio doesn't let him down, but his intensity level drains his cardio, so it saps him big time. But he, he, he's he's able because of his youth, he's able to just carry on. Yeah. He just sticks it in gear and he drives. He just carries on and he's able to turn up the volume incrementally and get the job done. Again, I know that he's not the champion, but it's hard to bet against the champion because of his his mindset, his work ethic, etc. He was preparing for the title fight. Yeah. Heretic is a short-notice fighter. Even though he, say, he says he keeps ready whenever the case is, this is a short-notice fight for, for Heretic. And Duplessy was staying ready. Can't wait for that one. Uh, Shana Power, she's she's back fighting. Uh, she had her, 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 her weight issues. Goes up against um, Demolition Jackie Trossi. Uh, do you think one-way traffic here, Justin? I don't know if it's one-way traffic. Uh, Demolition Jackie is the, the bigger of the woman, but she is coming off a loss. Um, she hasn't been active since that loss, obviously. Uh, she was knocked out by Amanda Lino. But size is the advantage here. I just, I just think you've got a very hungry Shauna Power who's the pressure's on her to redeem herself after that uh, the weight cutting issues. Yeah. So there's no, there's no major weight cut yet. So it's a catch weight fight. That's right. So I think you're gonna you're gonna get the best of Shauna Power. Oh, that's gonna be exciting to see. So let's turn our attention now to. We're spoilt for this weekend. We really are. Friday night also sees a UFC fight night. That's in Albany in the USA. And uh, your thoughts on that one uh, before we get to UFC 206? Yeah, there's two fights that I like. One of them is a main event, Derek Lewis. A very, very big man. He's fighting a guy called Shamil Abdurakimov. Um, 
Derek is Derek Lewis is, is the favourite. I'd like to have a look at that in terms of betting. And then there's another there's another uh, fight with the South African connection. Anthony Hamilton beat Rowan Potts. He's fighting a guy called Francis Ngannou. Francis is the is the is is the favourite, a, a very heavy favourite. Um, so it'll be nice in terms of having a bet. It'll be nice to have uh, Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou and any multiple that you're having a look at. That'll be interesting. That's fight night Friday, and then Saturday happening in Toronto, Ontario, UFC 206. Now, this card has sort of fallen apart after DC's injury, uh, a few other things that have happened, but our main event uh, is, of course, the interim featherweight title fight. Number two-ranked Max Holloway goes up against number five-ranked Anthony Pettis, and Pettis has definitely been distracted because he's had his cars wrecked. Isn't it the the second time now that it's happened? Yeah, he... He's had about four cars wrecked because three the first time and then one the last time. Um, that's scary stuff that somebody's targeting. I mean, there's obviously got a stalker of some sort, or you know. Yeah. I hope he's able to string a training camp together. It's never good when there's, you know, if it if it happens to you at your gym or whatever the case is, fine. You don't mind you being the target, but when it happens at your home, it's a massive invasion of privacy. Your family is there, uh, everybody is there that you care about, and being a fighter, you will kick into defensive mode. Definitely. But he goes up against a guy who's going to prove an even bigger distraction, that's for sure. Max Holloway on a nine-fight tear at the moment. And he is hungry to get that gold strap around his, his waist. Yeah, this is not an easy fight for Anthony Pettis. Obviously, with all the distractions in his life uh, set aside, he, he's fighting Max Holloway, like you say, nine-fight winning streak. And this guy's unbelievable. So, not an easy fight for Anthony. I, I, I reckon Max Holloway will get it. Um, but uh, that's what uh, we'll see on Saturday or Sunday morning <laughs> yeah early doors Saturday morning and because it's in Canada I think Justin it's, a, it's an hour later or two hours later yeah I think it's 5am I'm having a breakfast at my house it better be 5am because everybody's <laughs> rocking up at that time <laughs> alright uh, also on the main card uh, we have should we say one of your favourite fighters uh, the cowboy uh, Donald Cerrone uh, is in action against Matt Brown. I love his nickname, the Immortal. Um, they go up against each other. It's five ranked versus fourteenth ranked. Uh, how do you see this one going? Do you think? I mean, we know Cowboy's not scared of a few words, but you think he can uh, get the W here? I, I think Cowboy is going to win this fight. Um, no easy game against uh, Matt Brown. He's very tough, very, very intense, but I don't think he's got the business there. I think he he was very good. But my cowboy is closer to the way closer to the top than he is. Justin Ferrier, thanks very much for your time. Remember to catch us on the Ginger's Perspective. That's at csduplicy.co.za as well as cliffcentral.com. And don't forget to look for the Ginger's Perspective on iTunes. That's where you can find MMA Uncaged. And also don't forget betting odds um, that might interest you that you can look forward to. If you're a betting man or woman, Feel free to check out that tweet after the weigh-ins. We'll give you a nice little pick that could contribute quite nicely to that Christmas stocking that uh, you have in your house. So thanks very much for listening to MMA Uncaged. Justin, thanks very much as always for your insights. I look forward to seeing you on Friday night.